0: Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated.
1: Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated. Uh, Nerd
0: I heard. Nerdcore used to be just I'm all scared. made up word. MC- Esports, watching kids play video games in arena.
1: Yeah. I catch
0: your mic out e-sports Chris can't walk really good now he's kind of limping yeah. oh yeah. yeah we'll talk about that wait hold on, hold one on. The few times you guys oh get... yeah <laughs> one of the few times you guys will get me to do a song because <laughs> Chris is in a lot of pain right now unreliable
1: unreliable, unreliable. old oh, unreliable that's me and my ankle and mm-hmm. I've only got one tooth that's what I call old champa Welcome to Everyman's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30- to 40-something-year-olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I barely got that out. Ah,
0: You got there. Yeah. You'll be there. I got there. Thank you.
1: Here's I'm Chris.
0: Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kyle. And uh, if you guys would like to be a part of the community, like to get in on some of this, we do have a Discord. There's links in the show notes down below. Uh, <laughs> below show the Discord is free, right? Is free it's free to get the free to get the oh, Discords for now. For now. Discord's Until free. Elon gets a hold of it. Oh. Um, hop in there. There's lots of conversation going on uh, about everything that we talk about and a lot of things that we don't even get a chance to talk about on the show. So there's little um, channels and categories to talk about, you know, video games, uh, movies, anime, ball sports, beer, Funkos. My camera's being weird. There we go. Uh Funkos, <laughs> just all the things that you know that you could possibly geek out over and there's people talking about all of them that's only a small sample of the discussions that are going on Mm -hmm. and if you would like to hang out with us live and in person chris and i stream on friday and saturday nights uh friday night we do freaky friday where we do some games with some people from the community just weird like weird random games uh stuff that are like really good community party style games we'll play like pommel party gang beast uh, we played Surgeon Simulator the other night. Saturday night we do Spooky Saturday, where we try to do scary themed games. Um, last couple weekends we've been playing Don't Look Away, which if you're if you're a Doctor Who fan, um, and the Weeping Angels whole thing, like that's kind of the concept of it. Or even if you're not, but you're a Call of Duty person, you remember the mannequins from Nuketown? Same concept. You look at them, they don't chase you. You look away, they come after you. But you gotta be the mannequin. And go scare <laughs> the crap out of your friends by crawling around and then popping up in front of them. And it actually does. I've jumped more in that game than I have in several of in several weeks of any of the spooky stuff that we've played. Yeah, I would go with that because it's just scary because you don't expect it. Yep, I've had a good, and it's cheap. It's like a three dollar game. Pick it up; it's fun. Like when you non-sponsors appeared
1: behind me and then all of a sudden,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch Chris contort and die. So. Is it the same motion that you made yesterday when you we'll talk about that? What, what are, we are we talking th- about today, so... asshole? What are we talking about, Chris? The e-sports. esports. I know we've talked
1: about esports before. We have, but but what we're talking about is Mr. Kyle actually went to his first esports fall finals. Which I was a part of again.
0: Yeah, it was good times
1: and he came down and we're basically just going to discuss like how it was played like a little bit on that. I wasn't behind, I'm not involved behind the scenes um a lot with that, but I can tell you a lot about it. Um, and just how the thing the way things work and stuff Kyle learned from it, from it and basically what he doesn't know, but now he has a better understanding of
0: things i do know things i do do not know and then we're picking up on so if you guys don't know chris and i both um coach esports um some of us
1: more than others
0: Some of us more than others i haven't got to start coaching yet because we're still waiting on some we got technical difficulties we're still waiting on some windows 10 pro license keys so we can actually activate the computers that we have but um and so i haven't been able to put a team together to compete yet i've got all my Computers. I got like 12 pretty sweet gaming computers sitting around ready to go, but we have not had a chance to compete yet. So I took the opportunity yesterday to drive up to Tulsa to watch the OESL fall season finals, and it was cool. It was cool. Uh, loaded my daughter up with me. She went up there, um, we got to like sit in the arena, watch all the games being played, and it was way bigger than I expected. Um I had this idea in my head that we're going to be like in this little little room area and we're going to watch a game and we'll be like there'll be games in another room. Because in my head, the way I thought it was going to work out until you told me where it was going to be at and like, OK, this makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. But before that, I was thinking of uh, back like when I was in high school, I was on the academic team. And the state finals and all that were like a big deal to us, but like nobody showed up. You know, like you'd go sit in a little classroom in the science building at OU. And you would compete against another team. Like, yeah, you won. And there was like parents there, and that was it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you won. (laughs) Yeah, we were good. We were good. A bunch of smart little kids. But um, for this, so if you guys are listening, there's a good chance that you're familiar with um, esports on a competitive level, like the big tournaments and stuff. Like you can see in our our backgrounds behind us, um, what those can look like and what people think of and see. And this was. Way closer to what you're seeing behind us, if you're watching the video, than what I expected. And it was really cool. Really cool. So, what made it so cool for you? Um, one, I th- first, I thought it was really awesome that there was a lot of support from um, parents and like fans and stuff there. And so, it, it wasn't just the kids and coaches. Which you wouldn't expect from a video game thing. No, there was um, a lot more support than I thought. Like, just had one side of the stands of the arena that, like, set in. And they were, I would say, like, 50% full. And that arena holds how many people? Like, it holds a lot. A lot. I don't know how many our arena holds. Um, Several thousand. Easy. More than two. More than two, less than 50,000. And, but there were probably easily just walking around and in the stands and playing like minimum a thousand people there. Um, really good turnout. It was cool because down the floor you could see all the stations set up and just multiple games going on at once. There was so much happening that it was hard to, and not in a bad way, but it was like hard to like, okay, I want to watch this. Okay. But this is going on over here. Like my ADD was kicking in because there were several large screens broadcasting the matches that were going on. And um, there were Valorant games going on. There were Rocket League games going on. Uh, there was Clash Royale. There was Smash going on. Um, I think Halo kicked off at one point, didn't it? I remember seeing Halo yeah. up on the screen. Starting, Halo, Halo was on there. But I caught the. I didn't get to catch that match, and that's the one I was wanting to watch was some Halo matches. Um, I spent some time walking around and meeting some of the coaches, and just kind of like being immersed in the whole uh, scene of it and watching how things were being done. Um it seemed like very well organized. There was, you know, you would just hear call outs constantly. We had somebody, there was somebody there announcing, you know, calling out this school here, this school here. You guys be at these stations now. These matches are about to start. Get your um, asses over here. Yeah, get after it. Um, I believe the event was also live streamed, some several of the matches. Some of
1: some of them were, yeah.
0: So the more I gotta go and see the um the broadcasting hub area which was like two guys with computers and a stream deck, but still they were, you know, um, organizing all the broadcasting game thing. Cause there was so much going on. Like at any given point in time, there was probably anywhere between five to like 12 matches going in something. Mm-hmm. And so you could sit uh, where we were and you could see the stations and you could actually watch the kids playing and see their screens. Uh, but then there was also the big projectors and monitors and additional TVs and things set up where you could see those broadcasts on the, on a bigger screen to watch whatever match was in focus at the time. I got some questions about that too. We'll get that here in just a little bit. Yeah. But um, just a really cool experience. Um, If you guys have a chance to go watch local high school esports, especially if it's like a, a uh, season in finals thing where you can go and check all the sets, like do it. Especially if you're like us, you're into video games, you grew up playing them and it was cool. To talk to some of the coaches that were, like, around our age, um, you know, you would you would think, and there were a lot of them in this other age group, but you would think it'd be mostly, like, younger teachers and coaches and things, you know, like, in their early 20s that are just getting started that are, you know, still into, like, these type of games. But there was a lot of people that were closer to our age, like, late 30s and their 40s mm-hmm. that were not just, like, okay, you're the coach. Like, we need somebody to do this. It was, like, they were knowledgeable they understood the the games. They understood the culture. Uh, I talked to a couple that I knew. Like you could tell, like they weren't that way at the beginning when they started. But they like they learned and using the the lingo and the terminology and um, you know about what their kids were doing and what they needed to do. It was it was a really cool experience. It really is like
1: <laughs> it's kind of nuts to think that now we have friends, family coming out to watch people play video games. Yes. You know? And it's not just like okay, cool, yeah, we're playing video games, but it's like, yeah, no, no, do it. Like, you could hear people
0: yelling at one point. Oh, all the time. Which I thought and, was just really cool. Um, What kind of threw me off, and I was talking to my daughter about it on the way back, like, they were really engrossed. She went um and it's just like she really got sucked into watching um apex or some of the not apex valorant games the uh, valorant yeah yeah Um because Which i she, still have never played i still haven't either but she's she's into those shooter type games kind of like we are she likes fortnite and apex and stuff like that and she's pretty good um she got excited when i told her like they're talking about putting the 2v2 4v4 box game from fortnite yeah on there like she's like that's all i used to play like really so now we may have that going but she, um, got, she okay. got really sucked into some of the matches, and and she's like, I didn't know really what they were playing or how it was going, but it was cool trying to figure out what they were doing, which that was me watching some of the Smash games. I don't play Smash. I don't play Super Smash Brothers at all. We um, tried. Yeah, and I, I just, I don't have a, I don't have Nintendo. I don't have a Switch. Uh, I played like multiverses, which is similar. Um, but... That's the game I think that got the most reaction from the crowd, from it the kids. Does. Yeah, uh, because you would have like even kids that were watching matches for schools that they were not a part of, right? Like cheering on other teams and just the reactions to some of the plays that were being made, which I didn't understand what was going on. So I like I said I don't, I got the gist of it. I know kind of how it works, but I don't know a good play from a bad play. It just looks like they're beating the crap out of each other up there on the screen, which is fun to watch. But the the reactions from it, I would put it similar to, I mean, there was some camaraderie between the teams, and, like, there was a little trash talking. There was some friendly trash talking. I'm sure there was some unfriendly trash talking that I didn't catch. But um, it kind of gave me a vibe of if you've ever been to a high school band competition or around just, like, band kids in general, a very similar vibe and so those of you that know will know exactly what i'm talking about if you don't know just like meet some band kids and you'll pick it up really quick
1: i'm just really i like hearing kyle's perspective on this because you know to me this is kind of like okay cool it's just another one let's get this over with but for kyle you know it it's it's this new fresh thing it's like okay cool this is really cool to see this and to see him taking some stuff like he can, he saw some of the good some of the bad so he mm-hmm. can take pick and choose especially from him going and networking yeah um he can pick and choose what he wants to incorporate into his program
0: that was probably the biggest thing for me was getting to meet a lot of the other coaches and coordinators um because like i i'm not just coaching like uh, i found out way after the fact like i guess official title is coordinator so i'm putting the whole program together um and i'll also be coaching i guess all, all of the games which is going to be fun but i found out that that's not terribly uncommon with some of the other coaches like a lot of them are soloing it some of them do yep. have some help a lot of them aren't even teachers and there's a lot of like like you, you know there's a lot of it guys that are mm-hmm. uh, volunteering to help out coach some stuff um and it seemed to really enjoy it um but it was cool talking with the other coaches about some of the struggles that they've had, not necessarily like with administration side, uh, but with like the kids and trying to keep them on task with it. Right. right. Um, because I, that's just going to be part of the beast, I think, is like, hey, we got to stay on task. We're we're doing this competitively. Um, you've actually joined the team. You haven't joined a club. So there's reasons why we're doing the things we're doing, the, pra- the practices have a purpose they're structured it's not just you know get together with your buddies and play some games like there's some reasoning and some purpose and some structure behind all this because we want to be competitive yep. which was good to hear um, because that's what I want to do with my program is I want to make sure that our kids understand like hey we're doing this to be competitive you have a chance to earn scholarships um, you had like, and that's, that's the driving force between, behind our district. Why we're doing it is because there's a, there was a lot of missed opportunities for scholarships over the last few years because they couldn't, there was nobody that wanted to do it, like wanted to coach or whatever. Either we were just short staffed or like everybody had just so much stuff going on already that nobody wanted to pick it up and do it. And right. like, heck yeah, I'll do it. You're going to pay me to play some video games with the kids and teach them and coach them. I'm down. Why not? Why not? I'm going to be doing it anyways, playing video games. So let's do that. And we'll get paid for it. As well get paid for it. And so I think once we get that instilled and it was good to hear from other coaches that, that they are, they're having to do the same thing. Um, as far as like from waivers to eligibility requirements, like I'm pretty sure it's the same across the board. Some of the ones I talked to, like I tell my kids like, Hey, we want to come play. And some of them, um, they have, you know, some disciplinary issues where they have some grade issues and things like this, but they're like, they're wanting to do this. As it's soon good as they, incentive. There's the incentive that they may need to actually do better. And, um, and so I tell every kid that I come into contact with it, like, Hey, what are, when are we doing these sports? When's the meeting? When are we going to start this, this like, first off, you know, as soon as I get all the stuff, but here's our requirements for it. Like you have to keep your grades up. This is just like baseball, just like basketball, just like football just like anything else that you're going to participate with the school, your grades have to stay up. Uh You have to stay out of trouble. You have to show up to practice. And so what's what I think will be good for them. And I'm not like trying to toot my own horn here or anything like that, but I do kind of come ahead.
1: No one toots our own horns better than us.
0: Well, Like I come from a competitive sports background. I played sports growing up all from the age of six until 18. Played basketball, baseball, football. If it was after I did, did some other things competitively as well through high school with like the academic team, um, judging and stuff through, um, FFA and ag. Like just there was nothing to do where I grew up. So you just did everything or you did nothing, but everything that we did, we were competitive. Um, I also have coaches in my family that, Coach like football and other things, and and um, actually had them for coaches growing up. So I've seen both sides of it, um, and I want to be competitive. And I, I'm hoping that I'll be able to bring some of that structured, traditional sports ideas of how we're going to compete, standards that will be held, and be able to relay that to the kids because that helped so many kids when I was growing up. And help. I see how it helps so many kids now in the school that I'm in to make sure that they want to keep their grades, that they want to do this, and even if they're not playing regular sports, if they're competing, like we have a skeet shooting team at school. and same Really? Thing, yeah. Yeah. They go and they're good. They're really good. Um, and they go and compete. And so for them to be able to do <laughs> that, you know, really same eligibility requirements. And I've got a couple of those kids that are really trying, you know, they, they struggle with some things, but they want it, they're staying on top of like what do I need to do? Am I missing work? Do I can I make anything up? Is there anything for extra credit I can do? Because they want to compete. And so if that's going to drive them to be better in the classroom, it's the carrot. It's the carrot. They need the carrot because I don't think the whip really works with a lot of them. So you got to get the carrot out.
1: And that's the thing with kids. It doesn't work. One th- method doesn't work for every kid. May no. work for two or three, but I think that's part of your job as an educator too—is finding what works with each kid mm-hmm. and giving them a pa- a place.
0: Yeah, that's the plan. I've got a few that I I don't yeah. like to say any of my kids are problem kids. Um, I see potential in all, and I know that sounds like pie in the sky, like oh, that's all dreamy, but really, like most of them just need something to do and something to encourage them to be better because they're bored and it's not boredom from lack of schoolwork or whatever. Some just don't want to do it and they're not going to do it, but they got incentive to do it. Like, okay, well I may not like calculus, you know, but I'm taking it or I may not like biology or chemistry, but the halo tournament's coming up in two weeks and I really want to compete because I've been practicing hard. And so I'm going to try to do better with my grades And I'm going to try to stay out of trouble, do my best to stay out. Like, all these things, like, that might be what they need.
1: And it's not a bad thing.
0: No. No, not at all. It's really not. I I took a bunch of pictures and some videos and stuff while I was there. So I'm going to, you know, show those to me. Mostly mostly of Chris there. Um, I'm going to show them to my esports kids. Like, my daughter, you know, she went with me. And um, we were watching uh, some of the Clash Royale matches on uh, your tablet. And mm-hmm. we're going through, and she'll, she's holding it, and she's watching. And she's like, we don't have computers, do we? Like, not what well, we do, but we can't use them, so we can't get anything with that. And then she's like, well, they're playing this. and like, yeah. She goes, well, we could have been here for this. I'm like, yeah, we could have. Like, I only had, like, two kids that want to play. um. And she goes, but we could be here next year. Like, if they're doing, like, in the spring. We can be here next season. Like, if we qualify. Like, if we do good, yeah, we can. Like, there's a chance that we, like, I could bring a bunch of kids to this. It'd be fun. So then she got all excited and you know her; she doesn't show excitement for much of anything. <laughs> she doesn't show emotions. <laughs> no, she's just deadpan, stone cold killer. You know, uh, and, she, um, she's
1: a she's a teenager,
0: mm-hmm, but she gets some excitement out of that. And so, just me on—not even as a coach or teacher level, just like on a dad level—like, oh, she's excited about this. That made me happy because I don't care. Like with my my kids, my actual you know kids that I raise personally, I don't care what they do as long as they do something and they're excited about it. You know, we kind of have a sort of a rule in the house: like you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do extracurricular, but you're going to find something that you want to do, and you're going to do something. You're not going to do something. nothing. You're not yeah. going to do nothing. We're
1: so. the same way. Well, and it's really cool that she even thought that spurred on the competitive mm-hmm. um, bug in her, and like. It's for something as simple as a mobile game, we're looking to add a couple mo- mobile games next year. Because I, you know, you guys have heard me talk. I coached the Clash Royale one, and but we just had schools drop out, so there was only four of us in the finals, semis, and everything else. Well, like a- I was trying to recruit up more people. It's like, come on, man! Like I've heard you say your school can't afford PCs, the gaming PCs, like you know, twenty of them
0: every kid has a phone exactly there are mobile games and so doing that and i know this is your thought process behind it is you're gonna open up the door for accessibility to other schools to at least get a program started yep because in the door i realized after talking with some coaches and already kind of knew how fortunate i was to have administration like really pushing this and throwing some money at it like let's get this going let's make it happen we want to be competitive to some schools that are like, I can't believe you got 12 computers, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, like they wanted to, do, like, I was a little bit in shock. Like you're not getting, like, some places aren't getting the the full-on support. Like, I'm, they need uh, to. I'm luckily fortunate enough to get, but with the mobile games, there is almost zero cost to entry. The barrier is super low to be able to get in and just at least compete. And get it out there. And some of these schools that probably have people that want to do this, that can't get the funding, like, okay, we can do this for almost zero cost. And we get competitive. Okay, so if we go to finals, we can start showing the school, the administration, the parents, the community, like, hey, this is actually a thing. Like, I have i don't know how many times I've had to explain to students, or not to students, but to the community. Admin. to Well, admin gets it. But to parents are like, this is actually what we're doing. this is the the plan. like that's really a thing. like people are in shock. I'm like, yes, it's a thing. Well what you know and and i'm I'm lucky it hasn't happened yet. it's gonna happen. Right. I haven't had a whole lot of pushback from the community about um kids playing video games you know in school because we haven't really started yet, right but um the the side the other side of that is like, hey, there's scholarships out there that this kid could get that they normally would not be able to find this may be the thing that actually gets them to go to college. If that's what they're wanting to do. And they may not be going because they don't think they can afford it, but now they got some help because this is the thing that they're good at. Let's encourage it and try to get them, you know, to progress and do better and just in life.
1: Right. Just something,
0: just something, you know? And so that, that is one thing outside of what I saw yesterday that I've been dealing with. And I'm, I know it's coming next uh, season when we actually get to compete. That there's going to be some pushback from the community. I've seen pushbacks pushback on other programs, uh, mainly about the, like the games that they're playing. Like there's um, uh, the school that I went to my that I graduated from. They have a a pretty competitive little team, um, and then they're like kicking off and doing. I think they're doing Call of Duty already. They're in a different league, but um. There, I've seen some pushback from like parents on Facebook. Like, I can't, I don't understand. Why are we playing Call of Duty in school? Yeah, and things like that. Like, because there are scholarships for it. Like, <laughs> this might be the thing that gets the kid to go to college. They're playing it anyway at home. They're but already I'm, playing it. Like
1: I, I said on the previous episode, most kids aren't going to get an esports scholarship. No, it's like football, baseball, all that. It's just like where the everything. big, where the scholarships are, are the behind the scenes stuff. The guys who are doing, you know, or girls, you know, the people who are doing the graphics for the programs, uh, mm-hmm. learning how to run everything, the behind the scenes, learning product design, um, yeah, promotion, marketing, webpage, casting, lighting, all that stuff. There are so many scholarships for that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've been able to kind of pitch that a little bit too, but uh, even not on the scholarship side, just like what we harped on for a really long time there was it just gets them involved to do something and try to do better in school. Mm -hmm. It may be the thing that they need. And, um, that's, that's what I'm ready for. Like I've, I've had several meetings or a few meetings with my future team of kids, which I've got like 35 that are wanting to compete, which I'm finding out it's pretty good numbers compared to some of the other programs with like yeah. bigger schools. Like that's like bigger school numbers for the amount of games that we're looking at playing. And, um, I've had the talk with my kids, like, Hey, we may play this game. Or we may play this game. And the only, if the school, if the administration okays us to compete in this game. So we're going to, we're just going to keep using call of duty because that's relevant. And that's been talked about, about being added to the season. Yep. Um, I've told him, like, I, I brought it, like, there's a chance that this could happen. And so, holy crap, out of the woodwork, here starts coming kids, you know, like, I'll be your captain. I'm crack. I'm sweet. Blah, blah, Like, okay, first off, calm down. All right, ghost, because we're, we'll one be one and there's, I'll, I'll, I'll get you. <laughs> I may not, but I'm going to tell him that. That's I'm fine. Tell um, I tell him. Um, I, but I have tried to like prep him a little bit. It's like, okay, if we do this, if this one, if the school okays it, then it's going to be on the the list for games next year. Right. Who, your parents have to okay it. Mm-hmm. And so, what I'll probably do is just do some permission form. Like, here's the list of games that we're playing. This is what's available for us to compete in in the league. If you do not want your kid to play one of these games, write no beside the game. Sign the permission form, send it back. I tell my kids, like, I don't care. Like, the only people I care that, that are okay with you playing the game are administration and your parents. Yep. Everybody else can just piss off. Because I don't care if, you know, Jimmy that owns the, I don't know, grocery store down the road or whatever. Yeah, Jimmy like, John's. Yeah. Is complaining on Facebook about kids playing Call of Duty. First off, if you don't have any kids in the school and Got you up. don't know what's going on, you can piss off. Because this is something for these kids to do. And I told my kids, I didn't say piss off. I might have. No, I didn't. But... I was like, I don't like I just the only people I care about being happy with it and being okay with it is the administration and your parents. Your parents say no, you're not paying playing. That's just flat out. We're not gonna get into that. Yep. But if your parents are okay, I don't care what anybody else thinks. And like, okay, okay, okay. You know. So we'll see how all that goes. It'll be interesting. It's gonna, gonna be interesting to spring. I know. I know. I think I can handle it well. Yeah, you will. You'll be
1: fine. It's just it's like any sport. Parents are going to have opinions. Mm-hmm. They're going to try and tell you what to do. Although I think with esports, the
0: majority of the parents will pretty much leave you alone because they don't understand it. Yeah, it's like whatever he's doing something, you know, or she's yeah. doing something. Oh, uh, because, just like you said, with any any extracurricular activity or any sport, you're going to get a lot of pushback. Like that football stadium you guys got. Yep, I'm sure. You oh yeah, watch. you got to see that. <laughs> Holy crap! My me, my daughter was just like, in awe. she's like, "That's their football stadium." Like, I know. She goes, "Oh I have
1: taken you How
0: does that? She goes, "How do they get that? Like money? <laughs> like there's a lot of money, and there's more money in two blocks surrounding this school than there are in our entire town, as far as like property values and stuff like that." I didn't go into that whole thing with her, but like, there's, like, there's that apartment complex that's next to the school could fund our most of our school just in property taxes, probably. probably so. That. But we yeah. we
1: get all that like that was all done through bond the passage mm-hmm. of bond mm-hmm. which is still property taxes it's still property taxes right
0: but but you get a very supportive uh, a community that's very supportive of the school
1: yeah Yep.
0: and we're starting to get better with that um, we had a really hard time passing bond issues for years years like they just always got voted down which is nothing, ridiculous nothing would pass but it's getting better people are. And it's an education thing, like helping people understand what it is. But that's a whole, that's a whole other topic. That um, different whole different one. So, but yeah, the um, man. If you guys get a chance to go to one of these competitions, go. If there is, do do a little research and see if there's a, if your local school, man, my camera just keeps doing that. If there's a local school where you live that has an esports program, and if you're listening to this show, there's a chance you're a little bit nerdy. Right? You wouldn't be otherwise. (laughs) That's our audience. At the very least. At the very least. Find out when a match is that you could go watch. Mm -hmm. Because the kids would absolutely love it. Like, you know, somebody from the community is coming to support them. And then they bring two friends, and then they bring two friends, and then they bring two friends. And
1: forever and ever.
0: Yeah. You see, like, it would literally make these kids year or actual entire school career. If at some point in time, if they are doing well, if you're you're out there and you're listening to what's going on with the school, like I said, you may not have kids there in your school. You may just be, you know, a resident of the district, but you see that they're you find out that okay, they're going to state. They're they qualified to go to state competition. Give them some support because these kids see the fanfare and stuff that happens when state championships are going on for football and basketball and baseball, when there's parades and people are out seeing the buses off and all that, that they don't normally get at all because it's, it's not at that level. I I predict it will be sometime, Uh, maybe not in the near future, but it'll be a thing. Right. But but the fact that if you, and you bring a couple of people with you and like, Hey, we're coming to support you. You know, we live in your school district. This is awesome that you're doing. We're just here to cheer you on you want to talk about making a kid's day when somebody that they don't really know is just there to support them and their team, you will make that kid's day 100%. And so look into what's going on, be aware of it a little bit and show some support. Because like I said, if you guys are listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you're nerdy. You play video games, you're into something like this, or you grew up and you were one of these kids mm-hmm. growing up. Yep. And how much it would have meant to you to come to something to have somebody come to for you to compete in something that you truly enjoyed that wasn't normal at the time and to have somebody actually come support you, do that. Think about how that would make you feel and you go do that. So very, I'm, off my, I'm getting down off my soapbox. No, very yeah. good. Actually,
1: that that's super informative and very passionate. And that's that's the kind of we need a lot more of that in the world. Mm-hmm then more of the... Not more of me. We
0: need less of me. Not,
1: but less we of need you, more. but yes. more, of, more of that attitude and, and way of thinking than then more of less of the fuck you, Kinetics! Yeah. Chove. Um, I mean, I could... You pretty much hit the nail on the head. You know, they need your support. These are traditionally kids who are shut-ins. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, and this breaks them out of their shell. Like I've got a couple that, like I can get barely get them talk to talk to me on my team. Yeah, but you get them playing a game and they just start chatting, like with the with the people on the squad. It's really cool
0: seeing them open up. It's it's a big booster for them, a big confidence booster. I think I told you it's, it's going to be really interesting to see because I've got a lot of the football guys that are wanting to play because their mm-hmm. season's over now and they're like, can we play Madden? Can we play this and this? And in my head I was thinking okay well this is a cool chance for them to like interact with the other kids that aren't involved with football and all that right. and you know I was talking to some of them about it and we're like okay well you guys like you you know uh, like, I know yeah. he doesn't play football and all this stuff and then but they like even our our jocks and our nerds for the most part know each other yep you had some little outlier stuff but the they, it's a, it's not a small school. It's not a big school. It's kind of in between, but they all kind of grew up together and went their own ways with different activities, but these they're still cordial with each other. still, in some cases, still extremely good friends with each other. And so, like, when I bring a team up there, it's going to be pretty, it'll be, I think it's going to be a little different because I'm going to have, like, my football guys that are all, like, yoked out and playing Madden and, you know, excited to play this and then my nerdy kids. And then I'm going to have some band kids and I'm going to have... You know, some of my ag kids are coming or um, on board to play. So, like, I got a weird mix in a good way. Right. And so it'll be an interesting team visually for sure. But I'm excited for it.
1: I'm trying, I can't expand on that.
0: <laughs> so let's... <laughs> try to think how I could. Yeah, I can't. Which we knew we weren't going to have, like, a whole lot to talk about. It was just going to be about, like, this and, you know, what I saw. was experience. And what saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... One thing that nobody talks about are the physical dangers of esports tournaments. Oh, fuck. So, okay. First, I'm going to brag
1: on myself defending two time state champion. We Congratulations.
0: I, yep. Yeah, I, now I feel like an ass because I didn't congratulate you earlier in the show.
1: Eh? There's the trophy. Uh, it's hard to see because, damn it.
0: You can't tell he's holding a giant trophy. First place, 2022 playoffs, Clash Royale. So pretty That's cool. That was my crunk cup. Mm-hmm. Is that my boss? Make sure it's.
1: Oh no! It's in the esports room. Okay. In in our actual arena, it's gonna go in there because I've got the other one from last year sitting on my desk. Because yeah. damn it, I earned it. Show them off. Um, my boss made sure to tell me yesterday, though, we're gonna have a big ceremony like next Thursday or Friday after school, and uh, uh we're gonna put the trophies up there and have a big party. It's like, uh uh-huh, you're not going to pay for any food or drinks for this. So, okay. You expect the kids to get excited for after school for us putting a trophy in the case? Yeah,
0: get some snacks. Get some pizza and they'll show up. Yeah.
1: Let's let's do that. They will show up if
0: there's food. But Mm -hmm.
1: I also know my boss and he won't do that. (laughs) Um, Because that will require spending money. Um, but so after we won, I was going to go talk to the other coach in our organization. He was on the main stage for, um, they were playing Valorant, the finals. And I'm looking up and I go, I'm just walking. I got Apple TV, um, in one hand, uh, Big Coke. You know, a uh, plastic or the paper cup that they sell there. And then the trophy in the other hand. Well, I go to step down not realizing there's a huge fucking lip on there. I go down hard on my left ankle. Goes sideways. All my weight goes on it while it twists because my body goes down. Mm-hmm. My right knee hits. The Apple TV goes flying. The Coke goes flying. The trophy goes flying. And the guy who's running the tournament goes, Who's that over there in a beetle position? Because apparently the only thing I said was, Ow! Who's that girl? Who's <laughs> that girl? Um, Yeah, so uh, my ankle is all jacked up right now. I can barely walk on it. It hurts so bad. I have, like, not a lot of movement on it. And so, yeah, there is extreme dangers in esports. And I found out... What I stepped off of was they had the basketball court up. So, this is the basketball court. And, you know, that's not flush with the ground.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Also, you're not much of a basketballer. No, and I'm not a basketballer. Mm-mm. No. So, yeah, there's extreme dangers in
0: esports. So, but you can now say that you have um, suffered a basketball related injury. I can. Yes. Look how excited he is. I get <laughs> Shaq and I share a lot now. Yeah, you got things in common. Me and LeBron, we we tight. Mm-hmm. Except you didn't flop; like you really did hurt yourself. Oh, I hurt myself bad because <laughs> I'm an idiot. So, um,
1: we talked about networking. We talked about your experience there. Um, what are you gonna take from this experience? And have you thought about? I know it's only been a day, like twelve hours. Yeah. Have you thought about anything that you can incorporate into your program yet?
0: Um, or so much to take in. And so I think the biggest thing that I'm going to be able to get from that is the pictures and videos that I took and bringing those back. I've already sent some to the assistant principal and she's like, Whoa, you know, like that, that is a big thing. And like, hopefully we can like have some kids there next year. Like that's the plan. And so showing those to showing that to the rest of the administration, like, Hey, I went to this, um, you know which they knew I was going anyway, but I was like, I went to this. Uh, this is what the finals looks like, and this is the fall finals. I don't know, is spring about the same, or is it bigger, or is it? Um, it'll
1: probably be a little bit bigger because, um, there's Smash during the spring also, okay, but there is Overwatch and, um, not Valorant. What's the other one?
0: Apex. With an so if you have Valorant, Apex, and Call of Duty going for the finals, I think you'll have, because those are, you know, n- I'm not those saying Those are just that, three of the games. Those are three of them. But those, you know, especially with Call, Call of Duty being hot right now, um, you'll have people come just to watch Call of Duty. You'll have people come just to watch Apex. Because it's, that is, I mean, something that a lot of people can relate to. Like, not, your, your Smash fans are, like, super hardcore Smash fans. Like, they know what's going on.
1: Right. But
0: even your casual people, like, they know, they understand Call of Duty. And they'll probably understand Apex that, you know, you may draw a little bit of a crowd from that. I think I could get some people to go just to watch that if we have a team qualify for that. So, uh, but it, taking the pictures and the videos and showing that and showing it to the kids like, hey, look at here. You guys do good. Stay out of trouble. We keep a team together. Don't suck it up. And we can go to find what happens. Yeah. Get Get good, nerd. Let's do this. And so <laughs> get good. Oh yeah, I've I've already established friendly trash talking with the team, um, and established the rules of zero te- toxicity will be allowed. Like I will pull you off the team immediately.
1: Mm-hmm. So That's I've what got, I
0: tell my guys. Yeah, zero tolerance for it. As soon as I hear it, you're off. You know, you're not kicked off the team, but you're just gonna have to hang out of practice until you can prove yourself otherwise. Because it's hard to kick a kid off. Yeah, easy to kick a kid, hard to kick them off the team. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: we do not, EGTN does not endorse kicking children hard um
0: sometimes hard. sometimes they just need a little reboot they just need
1: to get back in yourself
0: <laughs> um
1: but yeah um so, i mean that's about it for the esports event it was it was a cool thing and it was really cool getting kyle to see him to be able to network um And the event, it was fun. I'm still exhausted from it. Like, it was a long day. Our event ended up lasting longer than almost everyone else's. Like, they finished smashed before ours because we had to wait on one of the teams. Because all their guys were in the Valorant, too. And Valorant Uh, takes an hour at a minimum. 13 rounds or something like that? 13 rounds. It's a minimum of an hour. And they take, like, for the grand finals, I guess that they took, they wanted to be done by four. They took breaks. And, like, one of the coaches took a super long break all the time. From what I was hearing, I don't know. But they, um, so they ended it like, past seven. Dang. Yeah, so it was a long day. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, it, it was, it was, it was fun. I, I enjoy coaching the eSports. Um, oh, we forgot the listener of the week, too. Oh! Who is it? Doc! 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 Biohazard. Doc Biohazard, Why? Because Doc always listens to our podcast. Doc's a good friend of ours. He hasn't been around much lately. I know he's been working. He's uh, sponsoring <clears> some <throat> of the giveaways. Yeah. Um, and so, Doc, send yourself uh,
0: whatever mm-hmm. you want. Postage due. Uh-huh. But, Doc,
1: thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it.
0: We do. We do. Appreciate it, man. So Good, good real life, buddy. Yeah. He used to live where I am. Uh, he moved away a year or so ago. And, uh, yeah, I miss having him around because he was he was a cool dude to hang out with. So. And like we said, gang, we know we don't have a
1: – this is one of our shorter episodes, which is probably a good thing for you all. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, but, you know, we just kind of wanted to give you an update on how this went, what what went on, and Kyle's impressions. Um, next week, we're going to have some holiday material ready for you. Um, we got mm-hmm. a couple ideas. I might wear a bow. On my head, like cool a little present bow. I was thinking you're just going to show up with a bow somewhere else. Go, <laughs> who wants to open the present? Just two bows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, who wants to open the present?
0: And I like, oh, me, me, Mr. President, I'm the president. President. Okay.
1: I'm so. President. Um, but yeah, we'll have some we'll have some stuff ready for you for based on the holidays and um, sweater wars going on with B Rob. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, B Rob! I've
0: been getting chastised because I, I missed it in the Discord.
1: You should probably still go post it in there.
0: Nope, nope. I announced it on on this. No, nope. nope, you need listening. to
1: go post it in there, you asshole. No, no. I'm
0: going to find we out. We support, support and listening. love our community. If he's listening. We're going to find out. He'll let me know. He'll probably he post it in the listen. Discord and I won't see it. So. <laughs> He does listen. Happy late birthday, B Rob.
1: Uh, happy birthday, B Rob. We I love tolerate you. you.
0: So <laughs> I love you. I tolerate you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I got. I got it. I just got an old story that I won't tell that revolves around him and a vacuum cleaner and in, and an injury in college that I just was there for it. I seen <laughs> <fainted>. it. So anyway. <laughs>
1: Hey uh, B Rob, let Kat listen to
0: uh this episode. She probably knows about it too. I wouldn't doubt it. She's probably she there for it. She might have been there for it. I bet she does know.
1: Uh, so we hope you all are having a good rest of your week. Thank you for sticking with us. Mm-hmm. And oh oh, 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 one last thing. Was it this week I sent you the wrapped from Spotify? Uh, yeah, we talked about that last
0: week. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm, it was two mm-hmm. weeks ago. I don't mm-hmm. even know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. We just thank you guys for all your support.
1: Yeah, really. Thank you guys.
0: We'll leave it at that. So, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerd. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And wherever you guys are, have a great evening, morning, nighttime, whatever time it is. And uh, please be good to each other. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Yep.
1: It could get elevated. Nerdcore could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore
0: used to be just a made up word. MCs
1: tried to wait.